I am Sarah Mills in for Greg Morgan this morning. We have been asking you this morning to give us a text at one eight seven seven three hundred seven two seven five because the McRib sandwich is officially back at McDonald's for one month after a 10-year hiatus in Canada. You remember that. What would you say this was again? McDonald's calls it the McRib sandwich. It's a new kind of cue. McRib? I don't see any bones. Hey, who wants bones in a sandwich? McRib is all meat, lean pork that's grilled and simmered in a hickory-smoke-flavored barbecue sauce, Mm. and put on a home-style roll with pickles and onions. Well, how about it? Mm Mm-hmm. The McRib Sandwich, a new kind of cue. Mm. This always makes me laugh because in Britain in the 80s, you could get the meat part of the McRib in the freezer department. Because, I mean, all it is is just pork and other stuff molded into a shape to look somewhat like ribs. And they were available no different than, say, a, a chicken Kiev or fish sticks, something like that. So they were all the rage. You, you'd you been really good if your mum got you these. I think they called them flat sausages and then McDonald's just took them and put sauce and onions and pickles on them and called it at McRib. So what's the discontinued food that you wish they would bring back? Uh, on the text line, Scott in Pilot Butte said McDonald's pizza. Yes. That that was a big craze for a while, McDonald's pizza. We asked on the Greg Morgan Morning Show Facebook page for your choices. Uh, Colonel Burgers at KFC, said Scotty. And Nicole, those dad's goodie rings. I personally would go for, you always had those fad things, no different than, say, the different toys and McDonald's Happy Meals and things. But when Ghostbusters came out and everything went Ghostbusters crazy, high C juice boxes, the orange juice did an ecto cooler that was essentially orange juice green, green orange juice. But it looked like the gross Slimer and Slimer was on the front. It'd be super cool if we could get high ecto coolers back, at least for they're still making Ghostbusters. There was a new trailer with Bill Murray and Ernie Hudson in it. So clearly Slimer is still out there and the chance for marketing Ghostbusters. So I may yet see high C Ecto Cooler. And Lance said, Kraft should have been charged with crimes against humanity when they discontinued Squeeze-A-Snack. I have to Google what the heck Squeeze-A-Snack is. If it's uh, a cheese or is it... Oh, it's a peanut butter type thing. Oh, no, it's a cheddar sauce. A che- it is like a cheesy cheddar sauce squeezer snack. And the ads from the 70s show it on hot dogs, squeezed over celery, on boiled eggs. Nothing like squeezing something out of a tube and wishing it would come back. We want to hear from you, one 877 7275 In other news, uh, we... Um, have the James Smith inquest wrapping up in terms of testimony. What you'll see now is more than after really two weeks of evidence on how victims died, how the RCMP responded and how Miles Sanderson was his state of mind, both in prison and on parole in the weeks and months before the stabbing. Now instructions have been given to the jury and you'll remember an inquest isn't like a trial where Jurors have to meticulously follow the law as laid out by the judge. In an inquest, 
No blame is assigned. It's more about trying to understand what happened and make recommendations to prevent such a tragedy happening again. And how best to do that will be given by Chief Coroner Clive Wayhill. And then the jury goes off to deliberate and discuss recommendations, none of which are binding. They may come back with multiple recommendations or maybe just one. Keith Brown is one of the lawyers for the James Smith Cree Nation. It's in the jury's hands to grapple with, you know, the mountains of evidence that they've heard from various different, very valuable perspectives relative to the mandate that they now have to, to, to take away and execute on. And senior reporter Lisa Schick remains in Melfort for us and we'll have details as everything develops today. You can see all of her work at cjme.com as well. Greg Morgan this morning. We have the CEO of Regina's Airport coming up talking about the winter travel season. And we've been asking you this morning on the text line at one 7275 to give uh, the discontinued food you wish would make a comeback. Uh, there is another vote on the text line for Kraft. Squeeze a snack. It was great, especially the cheesy bacon flavor. It looks... <laughs> I wouldn't say it looks disgusting, but when you see the 1970s ads and it's on top of everything, there's a little bit on a potato chip, there's some crackers and salami, there's a a boiled egg, there's a Triscuit type thing with it on, there's a burger, a salary. (laughs) You know what? It was convenience, right? You just squeeze it out. Yeah, (laughs) but people wanting that back. And someone texting Cosmic Brownies. Now, <laughs> what sort of brownies are we talking about? Are we talking about special brownies or are these the brand name Cosmic Brownies? I'm going to look that one up too, but join the conversation. one 7275 We were talking about the teachers. I played some tape from Samantha Beacott, the STF president, as she announced what they are calling rotating strikes. So what we know for this week is that on Thursday, there will be schools in certain school division areas that will have a one-day strike. It's not impacting Regina this time. It is impacting public and Catholic schools in Moose Jaw and Prince Albert and the North Battleford area, to name just a few of the more uh, larger areas. Now, we don't know whether it's every Thursday from now until they make a different announcement. Will it be different school divisions each time? Is it going to be a different day of the the week? We just don't know. More information, of course, will come out. But a couple of people on the text line, the words to the public from Samantha Beacott were completely disingenuous, writes Carrie. She claimed the need to offer stability, yet her latest relief to STF members, the goal of job action remains to create unpredictability and uncertainty for the government. Why is that the goal? That creates unpredictability and uncertainty for parents and students, yet the STF berates the government for playing political games, she writes. And another one saying, I was on the teacher's side, but they keep on saying it's not about money, it's for the kids. Then why don't they take a smaller raise and let the rest of that money go towards possibly getting more classroom needs 
Um, and why is it not mentioned every province in Canada has too many kids per classroom? In fact, it's worse everywhere else than our province, writes Garth. So couple of um, responses there on the teachers and of course stay with us as this develops there's this week with this Thursday strike but we also know um, there's two more weeks after that before we have the um, the family day break so we'll see what happens and on this day in history don't forget it was when the Beatles were on top of the roof in London on a rainy gray day and had a concert that was previewed in the Get Back docuseries on Disney+. Plus. That last concert they made, here's John Lennon. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves. I hope we pass the audition. <laughs> that concert in this, on this day 55 years ago, the last time the Beatles performed in public. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come on and fly. Oh, come with on. Me. Who doesn't want Let's a martini fly, right now? Love me some Frank. See, that's my eclectic taste. I go from Frank Sinatra to Spice Girls, which it has gone noticed by some texters and listeners that I did manage to sneak some Spice Girls in there um, because I am here to spice up your life. And producer Frank said, well, if you get the Spice Girls, then I get S Club. And some of you may have seen S Club 7, although sadly they're not 7 anymore, which has some text. <laughs> I love this because we've been asking you throughout the morning, what's the um, discontinued food you would love to see brought back with the McRib on McDonald's menus again after 10 years in Canada? So we've got um, Darren's in uh, Calgary and he said... Um, I, could we go with Venga Boys or any 90s Britpop you like, especially if it's something less common like S Club? So there's that. And then there was also a couple of people saying, you know what, Let, let's go around with some more 90s. Like you can find some more Spice Girls or we could have had some Britpop. So we're having fun this morning, but I'll take me some Frank Sinatra as well. And going back to... Um, uh, the the question on discontinued food. I learned more about craft squeezer snack. Um, I also learned about cosmic brownies, which are brownies that have little like mini M and M's on the top. Almost now, I thought they were still out there in the stores, but maybe there's different brands. It was the little Debbie brand. So there's those. But uh, Darren from uh, Calgary says KFC corn fritters. No one does the chicken like KFC, fried cornbread balls you dip in honey, gravy, ketchup. They were about a buck each. Yeah, I mean, I like that. And then bring back Jello pudding pops. Just don't bring back the guy from the commercials. Yes, Bill Cosby, not the man he once was. Uh, now, we had Frank Sinatra fly me to the moon, but we're not going as far as the moon with James Bogus who joins me now. He's the CEO of the Regina Airport Authority because we have seen things really improve and some great news coming out of the pandemic for, for the uh, airport. So good morning, James. Hey, good morning, Sarah. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Nice to have you with me. So how has it been going down at the airport in terms of winter travel? It sure seems to be, apart from some weather-related issues, easier than last year for sure. Wow, what a difference. You know, in the package you mentioned, Sunwing, well, that's been night and day here at Regina. We've seen a large uptake in both Sunwing and WestJet 
sun flying. In fact, the exception of that little cold snap that we had here in mid-January, we actually had our best month in December of 2023 since we've had in 2019. Sarah, for the first time since the pandemic, we actually overachieved 2019 passenger numbers in December. It was absolutely incredible. Regina Airport Authority CEO James Bogus is joining us. So is is that um, a, a big thing too? Because I think the concern, and you've spoken about this, is we, we get these, whether it be links or, as you say, this new Minneapolis flight, but can it be sustained by people actually u- using the service? Because this, if they don't, we'll see it go away again. Are you confident that we'll have that in the coming years? I really up to the customer what they choose. I think, you know, price plays a big factor. Obviously, there's, you know, economic conditions that people have jobs and if they're feeling comfortable to travel. But right now, there continues to be a pent-up demand for travel. And that's why we've been seeing these announcements. We also have to keep in mind that compared to a few years ago, our population has grown. We're also seeing a lot of great announcements locally here in Regina, but also southern Saskatchewan. Our airport, Sarah, serves 500,000 people plus in our catchment area. This is truly the south of the province. It's a big area to serve. And I suppose the more diverse our community becomes, um, the more destinations that are going to be sought or the more demand. I mean, having a Minneapolis choice allows more um, options for passengers looking for international travel because Minneapolis is a major hub airport for the states. And that allows, if, if you're looking to have good prices and looking to be able to shop around for what's good for you, having a major hub allows access to numerous airlines then. It it, it does. And, you know, I was shocked. And this is, again, a surprise for me as a CEO at the airport. I've learned recently, even compared to some of those U.S. airports that I've heard, you know, people might drive to from time to time, like a Minot, North Dakota, because of the exchange rate, We've actually seen some unbelievable pricing from WestJet into places like Hawaii, where I'm actually seeing North Dakota plates in my parking lot taking those flights. Sounds almost backwards, but it's actually been a very good time for the airport with a whole bunch of factors helping to support these types of flights. Now, I'm putting you on the spot slightly with this one, but just because it's breaking over this last couple of days, but we hear Flair Airlines owes millions in, in taxes and there's there's issues for that airline. Do they serve Regina at all? They, they don't. We had Flair two separate times, both times during the pandemic. They came, they tried a couple of routes, they made a few announcements. But Sarah, you may remember they had a big competitor back then, which was actually a WestJet product called Swoop. That was their ultra low cost carrier. So they were battling it out. And uh, frankly, uh, Flair did not survive in our market. Now with the introduction of Lynx, this is a different company with a, a different business model. In fact, Lynx has been quite successful so far in a number of Canadian cities. But at the end of the day, This is a volume-driven airline. So we're very hopeful that having another product like this in the market works. But ultimately, it's up to the consumer. And we're seeing WestJet and Air Canada offering some pretty good basic fares. Basic means, you know, you can't cancel. You can't do a lot of those extra features. They're just trying to give you a low price. It's quite surprising how competitive it's become. Because two years ago, we were having this conversation. You may recall, travel fares were extremely high. 
Now you can get base fares to most Canadian cities as long as you're flexible about what time you want to travel at pretty competitive prices. And just real quick before we let you go, James, given all of this good news you've listed and and achieving the things that you were looking for, do you have a wish list for the year ahead? I love this community. Let me tell you something. We are so passionate about the airport. We're making investments in the terminal. We're going to continue to focus on air service. And uh, this is actually year six for me. Tomorrow is my anniversary. It's six years. Uh, We have a lot of energy to keep making this airport better and better for all of Summit, Saskatchewan. Well, happy anniversary and happy anniversary of you being in Regina. Thank you so much, Sarah. (laughs) You have a great day. That is bringing it back with five this morning. We're going all over the musical genres today and bringing some 90s back into your life for this Tuesday morning. We've been asking you throughout the show, one 7275 is the text line. What is the food item discontinued that you want to see brought back? The uh, This is the trouble when you get up at three in the morning to go to work is now... It's lunchtime for me, and all I want is a greasy, delicious-looking chicken burger. So there's been a couple of people. We're asking this question because, of course, the McRib is back on the McDonald's menu. First time in 10 years. But everyone, there's a few people on the text line saying the Colonel Burger at KFC. So delectably delicious and far superior to Rotten Ronnie's and Booger King, says Marv on the text line. So I thought, okay, what's the Colonel Burger? This thing looks delicious. A big old piece of delicious golden brown chunky chicken, original recipe chicken. It's got tomato, it's got lettuce, and it's got original Colonel sauce. That's white. Uh, Yeah, now I just want a big old greasy burger. And I learned too much this morning about Kraft Squeezer Snack. Things squirted out of a tube onto food scares me a little bit. Hopefully my uh, chef husband is not listening in any way at all that I'm going to go to the grocery store and try and find the equivalent of a squeeze a snack. <laughs> Thanks for being part of the conversation this morning. CJME Newstime is 826.